1: Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone. This is John Parrott, and you're listening to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast presented by Reformed Youth Ministries. And uh, since this is our very first podcast, we thought it would be a good idea to have Reverend Kurt Cooper as our guest. Kurt, welcome. Glad to be here. Uh, Kurt is the, and I forget the official title, assistant pastor to youth and families. Is that it? or just... No,
0: I, I think my official title is minister to youth, but that's what I do. Okay. So, yeah, that works too. Gotcha.
1: Um, in Montgomery, Alabama, mm-hmm. the Trinity Presbyterian Church. That's right. Um, now, the basic format of the local youth worker focuses on five questions. Um, I'll ask our guests one question each day, and our guest um, will, will answer those questions. We might have some sub-questions and then follow-up questions. Um, but basically, just focusing on one question because we know everyone's busy, so we try to keep this a, a brief podcast. Uh, um, hopefully, that's a blessing uh, to all of those who are listening. Uh, Kurt, how about we start off? Why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? How long you've been at Trinity Press, and then prior to that, and obviously, tell us about your your wife and kids. Sure,
0: um, I'm, I'm I'm from South Carolina, Louisiana, Mississippi. Lived, and now I live in Alabama, so I've been all over the place. I say I'm Georgia short of a redneck bingo. I mean, I've lived all through the <laughs> South. Uh, but I met my wife in Mississippi, at Mississippi State, where I went to school. Uh, then we went, I went to seminary. We got married. Uh, we have two children now. We have a, a five, almost a six-year-old son, and then we have another son, and he's 12 weeks old, I think. 11 or 12 weeks old is pretty new for us, so... Campbell and Grayson, uh, and we live in Montgomery. We've been there for almost six years. And before that, we were in Tupelo at Lawndale Presbyterian Church for almost five years. And before that, I was in seminary. So that's kind of taking you back to who I am and where we are. Uh, what, is there anything else? Oh yeah,
1: well actually, you're, what, what board do you serve on?
0: Oh, well, I, I'm on the Ministry of Magic. Um, I don't know <laughs> if I'm allowed to tell you that since you're in my book. I forgot, yeah. That's... The, uh, no, I'm on RYM's board, and really, what that means is, actually, I don't. I'm not really sure what it means. It gives
1: you a lot of power. Just yes. Uh-huh. Does it? Yes, absolutely.
0: I don't. Well, I need to find out how to exercise that power, <laughs> and, because I don't feel like I have it.
1: Well, it sounds important, so that's, yeah. that's what counts, right? Yeah, I'll put it on my
0: resume. <laughs> All right, so look, uh, let's
1: get to the first question for today. Um, so, Kurt, the question is, what's the best thing you've done? In youth ministry? This could be an event, it could be a retreat, it could be a Bible study, um, just some idea that, that you've come up with, but something that's been helpful to your ministry that you think might could be helpful to others.
0: Well, one thing that we do, probably the best thing that our ministry does is, or the kind of the Ebenezer of our ministry is Sunday Night Fellowship, and that is uh, at my house, on Sunday nights, 9th through 12th graders. We sing, we eat, the parents provide, uh, a family provides the entree, we provide the drinks and the dessert. So we eat, we sing, uh, there's a brief, a devotion that I lead. We pray together or and for each other. And then we just kind of hang out afterwards. In the summer it goes kind of late, and. And sometimes it goes kind of late in the school year, too, depending upon how much schoolwork they want to avoid doing before, they, before Monday hits. But uh, that is, I always say it's the best thing that we do. It's the thing that our kids really respond to. It's just, it's just a great time. It's taxing to have it at our house. And actually, since we have a newborn, uh, the parents have been awesome, and have, we haven't had to have it at our house. Uh, they're giving us like a four-month break we love to have it there, even though it's you know can be kind of a bear to have you know forty kids at your house every single night. Well, what's great about those that, that my kids are growing up with all these high school kids coming in, and you know my son thinks they're there for him to play, and <laughs> it's just great to have that. Uh, to have he's going to have seen you know the, what he calls the big boys and girls worshiping his whole life, singing songs, and that's really fun. So. That's a huge advantage. We love having it. We miss it. He misses it right now that we're not having it there.
1: And you you think, too, the impact that has on your students, for them to be around your child as well, your children, and to see you as a husband and father in your home. Well,
0: if if youth ministers are anything, they are an opportunity for a a high school or a junior high kid to see that they can be a Christian and they don't have to be exactly like their parents. (laughs) because we do life just a little bit different, you know, we, we keep our silverware close to the sink instead of over by the dishwasher or whatever it is, you know, we put our cups, you know, everyone lives their life just a little bit different, and I think there are a lot of students who fear like, well, if I'm going to be in the church, that means I'm just going to be like mom and dad, and maybe, you know, they have a tough relationship with them or whatever, so if anything, to get them in our home, it's just great, it's also kind of neutral ground too for mm-hmm. us, I mean, like, well, we have a lot of students from a lot of different schools, as I'm sure most groups do. And it's great to know that, like, we're going to Kurt's house, like, you know, and it's just kind of a neutral ground, but it's a home, and they love being in a home. We've tried having it at the church before, different occasions, and it never works out as well as when it's in our house. So that's probably the best thing that we do. That and missions, we added missions, or we started emphasizing missions with our youth group, and we've seen a lot of growth through that. So. Those two things. Excellent.
1: Is there any do you want to get any specifics about the the mission that you go on? Well, we do
0: take Isaiah fifty five. We we go to Reynosa, Mexico with Isaiah fifty five, and I would recommend any youth minister to check them out and see if uh, you could work that into your summer or you know, or spring break or Christmas or whenever they can take you. Uh, they do a ministry to deaf students, uh, to deaf uh, children in New Mexico and it's it's fabulous. It's just it's spurned a lot of Spurned is not the wrong word. It has uh, inspired a lot of spiritual growth in our students. Really mature conversations, eye-opening, kind of bubble bursting, mm-hmm. worldview expanding kind of situations uh, and experiences for our students. And it's just been awesome for us. They make it so easy on us, so we love to go.
1: Excellent. Well, that's helpful. Anything else you want to add to
0: any of that, Kurt? No, it's hard to come up with best things. This next list, this next question is going to be a lot easier.
1: We'll have to cut you off, yeah, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. All right, well, hey, thanks a lot, Kurt. That's helpful.